0: for joining us again. We've decided after, I believe I said, Jared, in the last episode that we seem to ignore people who contact us out of the blue and say we'd like you to cover this film. Yeah. We go, yeah, yeah, yeah no worries. Let's watch Trouble Trouble. Yeah.
1: We read the we read the request and then assume they meant to send it to a reputable <laughs> podcast
0: that's covering, covering yeah, films. Yeah, it's like, no, 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 you, you've you got the wrong group <laughs> <laughs> uh, If you want double trouble or collision course, fucking okay, perfect. You're coming to the right place. Um, but no, Matt, one of our, uh, our listeners, sent us an email a little while back. He put it out there to watch a uh, 1997 Kurt Russell thriller Breakdown, which was perfectly placed on YouTube, Jared. Mm. Quick rant How the fuck does a movie like this not available on streaming? It's like we've spoken about before. It's like the 90s never
1: existed. Didn't it it <laughs> feels feel feel like feel oh, if shit. you go to Netflix, you would have it.
0: Yeah, give me something from the 90s. You think Hollywood shut down in the 90s or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you can't find this one on streaming. I believe you can pay six bucks for it on Apple. Mm-hmm. But we found it on YouTube. Pretty clean copy, too. It was there. It was quite solid. Actually. Yeah, exactly. So I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. Matt, Matt, good work there putting us onto that. So we'll cover that. But before we get to that, a quick whip round. I know we're recording regularly and asking this question, but anything. Have you watched anything? Malignant. Malignant. You got through it after oh four oh <laughs> I think it was
1: about five, So five obviously you we're guys. pretty happy with it. Finished it up. No, look, it wasn't bad. It was just, as I said... <laughs> You put it down to me just being a fucking fool last time. I put it down to some fatigue. I finally just got a chance to sit down and knock it over. Right. So yeah, it was all right. I mean, it's once you start getting the twists, it's way out there. It's it's very very unique, I guess you could say yeah. in that regard. But it was a bit of fun. James okay. Wan always <laughs> brings something to the table. I like I like the way he directs. So you get you get some slick some sequences fresh. in there, but it's. It's, yeah, bordering on sheer
0: lunacy. Okay, well, (laughs) shit, right up our alley then. Yep. Anything else? That was it. No. All right. I finally... We we knocked over an entire short series on Netflix called Keep Breathing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good. I was pretty happy. It was a survival type of drama, I would say, because a lot of it's flashbacks to her life. And the survival stuff, I think plays out pretty well. They actually try their best to make it seem realistic. E.g., nothing seems to work the majority of the time. Like you know, because she's not seasoned. You know, you wouldn't you're guessing at a lot of things, and, and I think that they do a pretty good job with that. They, yeah. they make it fairly realistic on that front. Overall, pretty good. My wife was a bit disappointed in the ending. I kind of saw the ending for what I what it was, but my wife sort of was more about she wanted a bit more. A bit more of an explanation. Yep. But definitely worth your time, especially at six episodes, a half hour an episode. So you're not really that heavily invested. Maybe it's three hours, mm. three hours of your life. Well, fuck, you know, you'll give that up watching Malignant four times. That's so it. there you go. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't restart it every time. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, only got five minutes into it. There yeah, was time a couple this. of times
1: where I got five minutes in <laughs> and then basically rewatched it again. So yeah, okay. I think there was two nights where I, I, you got the five minutes, I rewound, I fell asleep before the point I'd fallen asleep the previous <laughs> night. So, so that was a waste of my time.
0: Thank you, fucking grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna do a quick up or down. Mm-hmm. Just to throw it in, the new Sylvester Stallone film on Amazon Prime. Yep. Samaritan, mm-hmm. which I believe we heard about a little while back. Yep. Debuted its trailer and poster, I believe, this week. Mhm. I was pretty impressed with what I saw. Yeah. I Look, liked it. it. It feels standard. It feels yeah. pretty standard. But I liked kind of the idea they were going with and I think it looked like it could be a bit of an action-packed type of run.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just an it's just a, a pretty good idea. That's been tried a, a few times. It hasn't really been kind of nailed yet. So, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. Do you think Sylvester I can think nail it? I cutting together, cutting together beautifully. <laughs> oh. I bet Sylvester's going to tell Don't us that. Don't
0: tell me that, Sylvester. Shut your mouth and just let it happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, it, the trailer didn't, didn't blow me away, but I'm in for the idea. I like that you've cast... Alone, so you've got a little bit of that kind of Hollywood sort of parallel to go with it. Sylvester's a you know, love the bloke, but he's he's a past his prime actor who used to play those heroic roles, so he kind of fits perfectly for that. Is he though?
0: Is he what? Is he past his, his prime? Yes, because I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> no, he's still capable. Of I, I've, I've, I this, how me down if you feel like it Yeah. But I actually think there are, there are some parallels between Stallone and Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Not currently. <laughs> no, no, oh, yeah. what I mean is... I yeah. mean,
1: still, I, I must have missed uh, Sylvester's <laughs> $1, $1 billion picture that was in the cinemas recently. <laughs> I forgot Rainbow made... I forgot Last Blood made $1 a billion, billion dollars It was a cracking film. I forgot <laughs> okay. about that. Sorry.
0: Okay, no, no. Allow, allow me to explain. Okay. Both of them have been around for ever. Both of them have had careers that have kind of had those hits, yeah. but have also dabbled in drama and, and have had, you know, almost yeah you know, Oscar nominations and things like that yeah. for, for both of them. And they're both still... Headlining films. Okay, yeah. is headlining is in the cinemas due to the fucking <laughs> billion five. Stallone's on Amazon Prime. Stallone's cracking <laughs> out Escape
1: Plan 4. <laughs> <you speak> or- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
0: know, I know. And I must admit, there's definitely, if you look at two resumes... He's <laughs> got a lot more dogs in the kettle. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, you know what? I'm actually going to throw this out there, Jared, for an oh, up-and-coming shit. episode. But we should do a cruise Olympics because yeah. I actually think he might be—he might be the guy mm. that takes the top prize. Maybe. It, well. He, he would have a de- genuine shot, I he would have have thought. Shot. But, yes, I mean, okay.
1: Look at you. You are just right back on the cruise train. Oh, mate. No. Oh, mate. <laughs>
0: that fucking thing went past and I chased it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I have not been his biggest fan no, for a while.
1: No, not at all. But...
0: He pulled me back in with with Pete Maverick Mitchell, yeah, I who I said might. was a fucking sex best yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I
1: think you might still just have a little bit of jet fuel in the blood, that we're <laughs> I working do. through. I, through do. At the I do. I mean, look, yeah, look,
0: there's a bit to sort of still pass. No, but yeah, oh, look, I agree with Stallone, and I think, but I think you, what I'm you, saying is there's still actors that, are, I mean, Cruise is only in his fifties, yeah. no, sixty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sylvester's seventy five. Yeah, so He's got a bit of room on him. But they've got... both hung around and are still when you when you say Sylvester Stallone, even to the youngsters, some of most people would know it. Know yeah. who he is. Yeah. Same with Tom Cruise.
1: And I laugh, but Sylvester's best Sylvester's like some of his very good films are still recently. Creed. Stuff like the Creed films. Even the Expendables,
0: to a degree. Yeah, Shit cool. movies, but they, they were very successful. Yeah. Uh, I think he should steer clear of Expendables 4, although I believe that's currently happening. Well, is not.
1: you know, Rambo's probably on hiatus, so you've got to go back to <laughs> something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like Cruise, Stallone never said... See- he ages, but he's still fucking game. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, the man... He's a physical specimen for 75. Oh, of course. Right? Wrinkly physical specimen, but a physical specimen nonetheless. Correct. So, again, the parallel with Cruise is that they're both still very capable from the action genre. Yeah. Uh, look, Stallone's not jumping fucking building to building, right? So mm. Cruise, but Cruise's got 15 years on the boat. Cruise
1: should
0: probably stop jumping building But you know to what, though? I cannot believe I'm saying he's got 15 years on the bike, so it's all right for him to jump from building to building. <laughs> he's fucking 60. He's fucking 60 years old. But I should be yeah. saying Stop. it should be Sylvester's 60 and Cruz's 45 and I'll let you jump from building to building. Yeah. So that's just, I just felt that was an interesting parallel. Yeah. Because both actors still seem to be quite popular. hmm Even though they're what you'd call a little more (laughs) popular than the other, (laughs) other, currently, yeah, currently. But I guess I I I appreciate Stallone's ability to kind of like stay relevant. Yeah, for a guy who's been punching shit out since the '70s, which I appreciate. That's what that's what I like about the bloke. He just can't. He just does not go away. Yep. So I'm 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 a fan, and that's why I've got a thumbs up for this one. Yep. I'm, uh,
1: I'm right there with you. I believe you also had a little something to say about Shudder, too. Just oh. you know, kind of expand
0: on that a little well, bit? Oh, yeah. Well, I've had a lot to say about <clears throat> Shudder, but I, I was made, I was under the impression, Jared, and please correct me if I'm wrong, or somebody from Shudder contacted me. The Reef 2, or the sequel to the, the shark movie The Reef, which was mm-hmm. an Australian film, shot using, like, real shark footage Mm -hmm. into cut, like they managed to sort of meld them together. It was a damn good picture. When I'm saying that Reece's the next best fucking shark movie (laughs) to (laughs) Jaws, fucking hell, something's wrong. But still, it was a damn good thriller. I really enjoyed it. There's a sequel, same director, made in Australia, I believe, coming out uh, supposedly on the 29th of July on Shutter exclusively, Mm -hmm. I believe. Nowhere to be seen on Shudder Australia. And I did see an ad for it.
1: So... Whether that was on whether that was advertising that it was going to be on Shudder US on that yeah, date, but,
2: but it, it played, it played
1: on my, uh, whilst I was watching on YouTube, which generally
0: hits me with Australian ads. So, so question here. You've got an Australian movie exclusive to your streaming service, but you fail to put it on the Australian version of that service. Mm. And when you're a joint that barely puts out any content, (laughs) you need to come up with something. You need to keep idiots like me happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't...
0: I don't understand. I don't quite get it because if it's not the case... Don't fucking show me the ads. Because I held be back good. on it because I thought, okay, the 29th in America is the next day. Yep. So, okay, it's not the 29th here in Australia. It'll come out. It'll come out on the 30th. Mm. Nah. I mean, unless it's there now. But- yeah, I'm not sure. I'm still on Shudder.
1: Oh, so I'm still, still subscribed to it. There's just been points where I think I've got to cancel it for a little while and then just come back when there's some Jared, content up there. there because- are times
0: when I need $60. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. One of these days I'm going to go, I need $60. <laughs> I don't need to have this shit.
1: Yeah. I think it's – the big thing for me is that, look, they finally updated some of the Joe Bob Briggs stuff, which I'd been complaining about, mm. and they put it on the Just They Bob. They, they were – we don't have the film, so we put the Just Joe Bob stuff up, which yeah. I think is great. Happy with that. Cause I- but they still, like the Halloween ones, for example, Halloween's on there, but they took off Halloween 4 and 5, and I can't for the fucking life of me figure out why, because
0: you didn't have them with the films anyway. Look, so, look, no to shutter. I know you want to be like Netflix and fucking... Disney and all that, and you want to be able to take things on and off and show how we've got, you know, so much content that we can't leave everything on here. Yeah. You don't have the luxury. <laughs> no. You need to put everything you have. Correct. When your catalogue is 600 films, you put them all on there. Correct. And for me,
1: there's, there's no excuse because the Just Joe Bob stuff is your content. So there's no reason you can't put that on. Now we've just got three or four seasons. They've they've fucking backdated and put. But why did it take so long? You've had that shit in the can for a couple. Well, I think it was. It's over twelve months that some of this content has been there. Put it on, yeah. Because that honestly, at the moment, the only draw for me is the stuff like Joe Bob and the original shows like the cursed cursed films. Although season two, wasn't wasn't nah, so big on for that one. Season
0: two wasn't that good.
1: So, you've got to fucking put it on there for me. Otherwise, yeah, I, even if I don't need the sixty, I'm just gonna take it back. Yeah, I want mate. it back.
0: But some days I need sixty bucks with the KSC. <laughs> like I did today. I can't believe that was fucking fifty dollars. Yeah, well, Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> like, like I had to do a double take when she said it was fifty dollars. <laughs> What have I bought? Did you go, oh, I, I, I scrutinised... You're not
1: interested in a shutter subscription, are you? I'll, I I'll scru... trade you for the,
0: for the KFC. I scrutinised that fucking bill.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did
1: you stop at the window and say, can I just... Just let me read this before no, I drive away. I went in. Oh, okay. Uh, right. So, so yeah. I was
0: up front. Yeah. yeah. I know this is a side note, but fuck, $50 for KFC? <laughs> Holy shit. The only thing I'm going to get out of it is a fucking nasty case of heartburn and a dose of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, I you're right. I wouldn't it a 50 bucks well spent. It's an expensive laxity, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I could just buy a thing of Metal muscle for 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck, let's get off this. (laughs) Okay. All right, let's take a break. And here's the trailer for 1997's Breakdown.
2: On May 2nd, the vacation is over.
1: Last time I saw her, she was with this guy in his truck.
0: I swear I've never seen him before in my life. Looks like she got away from you. My wife did not leave me. Get down on the ground.
1: Until you live it.
0: Where is she?
1: You'll never know what hit you. Kurt Russell. You better pray she's he's alive. Breakdown. Rated R. Starts Friday, May 2nd,
0: everywhere. Breakdown, 1997. Directed by, by Jonathan Mostow, who directed The Surrogates. Produced by Dino De Laurentiis, who produced King Kong Lives. And Martha De Laurentiis, who produced Raw Deal. The story was by Jonathan Mostow, and its screenplay was by Jonathan Mostow and Sam Montgomery, who wrote U571. It stars Kurt Russell as Jeff Taylor, JT Walsh as Red Bar, Kathleen Quinlan as Amy Taylor, and MC Ganey as Earl. The budget was 36 million, and the box office was 50 million worldwide. Dennis Quaid, Bruce Willis, Ed Harris, Mel Gibson, and Richard Gere were all considered for the lead role.
2: Hmm. I always love that that sort
1: of stuff, though. Yeah. They were considered. They weren't asked. Is that- <laughs> no, and most of them would have been like, nah. Oh, it feels like every time you read that out, Dennis Quaid's been considered. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that one where it was a fucking list of a cavalcade of every action, great action star there was, and Michael Norrie. Yeah, that's <laughs> so alright. Michael Norrie was off a again. Alright. Give us your thoughts on Breakdown, Jared. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Look, it was it was pretty good. I had not. I didn't watch it
1: in the nineties. I must have got mixed up with bloody Black Dog or one of the other similar ones oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was was out there. Yeah,
0: but I definitely watched Black Dog. Yeah,
1: it's uh it's a tight little bit of work. Obviously, it's not super high budget, but it gets a fair bit of a fair bit of exciting action, really, for for a kind of smallish film. Yeah. Russell is always great value, mm-hmm. and he's perfect for this sort of role because he can pull off the the kind of average bike quite well. Yeah, I think the the problem for me is it kind of got stuck between the action and the thriller. I felt like yeah, if it was going to go full action, well, we could have got a few more of more sort of exciting sequences on the road or something. If it was going to go full thriller. We probably could have got a bit more out of the short stretch where they're in the town, or a, a couple more twists or something along the way. So yeah. it sort of gets stuck in the middle a little bit for me, where it where it doesn't necessarily really nail either of those two two things. But in general, I think it's a fairly strong three for me.
0: Strong, a robust, a robust three. three.
1: There was points. There was points in there where I was pushing a little higher than that.
0: Well, but I will end, say this. I would also give it a robust three. Well acted, well directed, pretty tense in parts. I was pushing towards a three and a half as we roll to the end. Mm. Like the ending is so. where it's all happening. Yep. Like everything's happening and it's it, it's just, you know, it's really, really well done and, and, and you know, everything's sort of going along and you're kind of finding out the, the full extent of everything. I was close to giving it a three and a half, but I come back to a little bit like what you said. There's two, two sort of reasons. There's a lot of coincidences and, and machinations that have yep. to occur yep. for this to happen, and some of it's not very well fleshed out. It no. just sort of happens, and I'm I'm in a grance between the thriller and the and the action. I kind of once we find out why they're doing it, I was a bit little bit let down. I was kind of like I didn't exp- I thought this was like a serial killer type of.
1: Yeah. Thriller. There was a there was a part of the, it where- the,
0: the, the wife's missing and he's trying to join the dots. Yeah. But it's not really that at
1: all. No, there was a part of it when it all comes out that I really liked. But as you said, there's there's a portion of it where you're left a little bit wanting
0: on, yeah. on that side of things. So overall, Robust 3, definitely worth a viewing for anybody who's can't find anything in the 90s mm. because of streaming services. Get onto YouTube and, and definitely give this one a run. I mean, Christ. You could do a hell of a lot worse than this. For instance, you can watch Double Trouble. Yeah. So, Correct. So I would definitely give this one a run. Now, straight out of the gate, simple yet effective premise. Yes. Helped measurably by the, the location. The yeah. fact that it's out in the desert. Out in the sticks. And really, really difficult to find help. If you were to break down, mm. and there's a lot of interesting characters on the road. Yep. So you're getting the big rig truckers. You're getting the kind of weirdos that they, ha- you know, that he runs into initially. So overall, that stuff is a real plus. You're in the territory of this is relatable
1: for anyone that's been on a on a long road trip through remote kind of areas. Yeah. In fact, it even had a little hills have eyes sort of vibe. Yeah, absolutely. And there's always, you know, you kind of, if you're on one of those trips, there's always, you know, a little little moment where you kind of realise, fuck, I'm way out in the middle of nowhere here, and if I did break down, I'd be in some real shit. Yeah. You know, so this is kind of playing on that.
0: Yes. And I think it works really well. Works in the film's favour. Yep. Very much so to have that kind of very simple premise backed up by a location that's extremely kind of atmospheric, mm. uh, and somewhat suffocating, mm-hmm. weirdly, because it's such an open expanse, but it's suffocating in the sense that all you see is that sort of dirt and, and you know, that brown sort of landscape. Yep. I mean, they, they
1: could have shot a number of these sequences on the same fucking stretch of road and you wouldn't, you wouldn't
0: have noticed, yeah. because the whole thing looks like that. Yeah, exactly. So it's a nice pick-up to go there. Really good cast, Russell. Always um, watchable. Kathleen Quinlan, only in it very briefly but solid. Mm-hmm. J.T. Walsh. I believe this was the last movie he made before he had a heart attack. Man, that guy was a fucking kick-ass actor. Like, it's very sad that he died. He was only 51 or something, or 52. Mm. Uh, and I always remember things like A Few Good Men and just that scene he's in in Outbreak, which is just fucking awesome. Where he's explaining, you know, the fact that we're not going to bomb these guys, we're not just going to arbitrarily decide we're going to bomb this place. It's really he he really gets into his roles, and I think he does it here well as kind of like the I guess you'd call him the villain, yeah, of the piece. Yep. Overall, well acted. I would say. I
2: think so. Directorially,
0: I think this might have been Jonathan Mostow's first movie. If not his first, it was very early on in his career, mm. and he he has a good solid way with what he's doing. It, this 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 reminds me a little bit of Jewel, as well. Yep. Possibly not as well directed as Jewel was, but still use knows how to use the use the landscape, use the vehicles, build some tension into all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is really important when, especially near the end here, when it really ramps up into a you know sort of mano mano on the road type of thing yeah yeah
1: i also think the music worked quite well hm mm. it's only it's not all that sort of noticeable or or over the, over the top in in many parts but there's points where there's a bit of action going on on the roads and stuff there was one part in particular it sounded a little bit like hitchcock kind of stuff There was strings yes. and shit going on yeah. i thought it worked really well yeah and really kind of deepened the Deep in the drama and the atmosphere.
0: The atmosphere, yeah, I agreed, agreed. I would, I would agree with that. I did read something that the actual um, composer had to do two scores. first one was rejected. So, right. interesting, interesting. Obviously, didn't find the right balance at that stage, so the second one was much better. Mm. I really like the opening exchanges between him and the, his car and the other guy. Where he gets to this petrol station and he starts kind of, you know, Earl, Is that Earl? Earl? yeah, Earl starts sort of shit. giving him some shit and everything. He kind of builds a little bit of tension and says, you know, foreshadowing what what might be to come. He's kind of out of his element. They don't really, they, they don't really belong here. Mm. And you know, there's a little bit of friction in the air. Yeah, a little bit of animosity from the locals. And- Look, I'm blaming Earl. Oh, fucking oh. It's he drove bad. out a, a fucking straight road with a car on it. Yeah. You give way, idiot. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You tell Earl to shove the fucking Bowser up your heart. <laughs> <laughs> From Ms. Earl's a toothless idiot, and it was <laughs> after you. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Earl doesn't sound like he'd take that well. He did. No. Say, no oh, I'm, sorry. sorry. I was in the wrong. My bad. Don't <laughs> apologise, Earl.
0: <laughs> No, but, look, I like that there's an animosity there and you kind of get the sense that people aren't happy with him. Yeah, and they work,
1: you know, they use the diner to kind of really reinforce the fact that you're fucking, you're on your own here because these people are
0: not interested in
1: in helping you. You're the fucking city slicker. You're the outsider. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's over the top, but it's it's there to, to really kind of heighten the isolation of the... Yes. Russell, the city slicker, and Russell plays that pretty well. Like he's kind of constantly talking, and he's he's doing exactly what the kind of perception of that sort of person is. Yes, just like yeah, you do this for me. Hey, you know, check with your staff, do all this. Yeah. And the guys
0: just like oh, fucking. You know, yeah, I've no <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <clears throat> here, basically, like uh, my personal favourite sequence. Uh, well, in terms of the, te- the 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 sort of the the suspense stuff, is when he actually finds. Walsh on the road again and, mm. and flags him down. Yep. And he basically looks at him like, I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you talking about? And then the cop turns up and I I appreciate the filmmakers decided not to go with a double cross, the cops in on it type of yeah. thing. Yeah, yep. Um, which was good. But I like that sequence because he's kind of like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, you know, he must yeah. have got me mistaken with someone else. He's wearing a different hat, I think. And he's sort of saying, nah, yeah, and then they search his truck and everything. So it yeah. almost comes across like Russell's and they
1: say, you know, did you check the plates? And Russell's like, Oh, well, I fucking wasn't looking at that sort yeah. of stuff, you know, like
0: It almost comes across like Russell's not telling the truth. Yeah. Or or he's kind of like having a having some sort of seniors moment or something. Yeah. You know, like he can't he can't recognise the fact that perhaps he didn't he didn't actually meet this guy. Yeah. Yep. So I, I like that. It kind of, it sort of threw up a little bit of an idea that maybe Russell's not quite, he doesn't know what he's talking about.
1: Yeah. It introduced this, an element of, you know, is it, as you said, is it, is he losing it? Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, from a negative perspective, none of that pays off. And then, no, yeah. it was never really indulged much more than that. No. And you kind of, we got past it very quickly to, no, he's not. Yeah. He was on the money. But yeah, like you said, it was it seemed purposeful at that point.
0: Tidy little thing. I like the fact that they bring Earl back. Yep. Into it. Then we get us we, we, we get a sense of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, spoilers Obviously Walsh is involved. So is Earl. So is several others. Yeah. Are involved. And basically trying to screw him out of cash. Yep. And they kidnapped his wife to do so. I like the fact that he uses the ruse of, I can get you 90K, Mm. and then he comes out with dollar bills. Yep. And uses that to his advantage by cutting himself loose. All that stuff's really good. Yeah. Like, it's really well sort of handled. That's how he kind of gets back some of the upper hand. Yep. I also liked, I mean, we get the, the
1: part where he fucking goes down the river. Yeah. Which I didn't particularly love the scene, but I'm always over enthused when you see that there's actually a real person seemingly fucking flying down those rapids. like,
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
1: okay. I always yeah, appreciate yeah. the effort some there. Poor some poor, some taking some lumps. Yeah, there. some crazy stuntman's just gone. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Oh, what about that? No, don't worry. I'll just jump in and no. fucking. I'll just. Yeah.
0: Come on, Kurt. Get some
1: <laughs> fucking balls. Cruise would have done. It. <laughs> Yeah, it just adds this level of impressive – it's a very impressive effort. Yes. When you see, okay, well, the car's going down, they've organised some stunts or whatever, but then you see a person fucking flailing in water that does look like it's moving pretty fucking quickly. Yeah, correct. (laughs)
0: Yeah, correct. I liked the scene where Russell climbs onto his truck, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of tense. He keeps looking out the window to see if he's, he hears something, and Russell's kind of – yeah, up on the top and things like that. Yeah. All that's kind of
1: cool. Again, I also like that he dropped the gun. Yeah. Because that seemed like something that w- probably would happen if you're bouncing around on a truck that's going that fast yeah. down
0: the highway. like that, like that as well. Oh, I've got things to say about the, the outcome, like why we're doing this. Yep. Unfortunately, reserved for the, the negatives, which yeah. does take up a portion of the film, and that's where it kind of loses a bit of steam. Look, I've got a few more positives. Yeah. Wrapping Earl's neck in the car. Yep. And
1: then fucking jamming the brakes on and stuff like that. Yeah, that
0: that
1: was cool. Kind of, yeah, inventive little way to go there. Now, I know you've got some negatives to, to talk about towards down the stretch. Yeah. But the thing that I did like is that when it comes back to it, it does kind of put this... More sort of realistic spin on things that it's supposedly just yeah you know, it's just, these people are fucking small time really yeah it's just yeah, a yeah. collection of s- small time idiots it's and not
0: it, it's not some
1: sort of fucking global or, yeah, or yeah conspiracy of and at the end of the day they're not super well organised no they're not they're just well know. I mean Russell gets the better of them yeah that's right and I like that it gets a little bit dark that they kind of just go and. Yeah, the bloke just comes home and starts fucking talking to his kid. Yeah, yeah, Playing with his kid and stuff, and then
0: we move into the little standoff that involves the child. But also, we've got her still under the truck. Yes. The fact that she's, I like that. I really like that touch that she was still, she was still alive and still with the truck. Mm. Even though the cop had been there and everything like yeah. that. Now, obviously, it could have gotten a little darker.
1: But yeah we do get that you know we get the happy ending which was kind of what was what was expected but I sort of enjoyed that they that, that these kind of nasty pieces of work just went back to this domestic environment and acted yes. like nothing was really happening it seemed like real yeah and it seems like you know it it adds to this whole kind of outsider in this fucking place where people don't necessarily want you and stuff like that that mm. they just kind of they just kind of act like not much. There's not much really going on that we yeah. haven't really done all that much. We're just fucking, just a city slicker that came, in, came on in here. And Correct. I, I did like that.
0: Me too. I did like that. And
1: too. I also appreciated when, it's Deke, isn't it? It's the, the main main guy's name, in the, the character name. Yeah. I think it's Deke. When he starts to kind of tell Russell, oh, yeah, we're going to fucking come for you, whatever, and Russell just goes, boom, <laughs> kicks you in the, the face,
0: face yeah. mid, mid-sentence and just kind of, yeah. And an I really like it? the idea that he they, he actually sends them down into that fucking pit and yeah. and closes it up, you know, and, and then covers it, you know, a bit of common sense is in play.
1: Yeah.
0: I, and I like the fact that they get released because one of their crew is still out and about. Mm. So it's not like they push their way out or anything like that. So I think a little bit of effort's gone into trying to give this some legitimacy. Yeah, in terms of you know, you're not just going to sit there rolling your eyes the whole time, going "fuck." Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's,
1: it's got those elements of just you know, down the line action stuff, but but they did try to at least give you a little something there to chew on I guess yeah I think the finale when they hit the road oh, yeah a bit of a, that is golden that's pretty that's good stuff that's really good stuff again there's a couple of minor things to mention down the track but generally pretty yeah. good generally stuff. pretty
0: good and you yeah, know I'm a fan of the fact that uh, an entire truck drops <laughs> <from Chelsea whilst laughs> down at the bottom of the bloody ravine yeah that was a <laughs> nice really, way to get him really rubbing it in wasn't it, it? But, but it but it felt like it needed to be that way yeah you know no, like it felt right, and I actually felt like I I liked the fact that she kind of did it. Yeah, she was the one she to let loose it. on it. Yeah, because
1: really, when we break it down, that's the only thing she does in the movie.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, she does get hamstrung. She's not. She's not really there much at all. Mm. She's just kidnapped, and that's the end of that. Yep. And then we see her again at the end. That was my likes in a in a nutshell. There. Yep. Um, a solid solid grouping of. Decent stuff.
1: Yeah, some reasonable
0: things going on there. Now the dislikes. There's a lot you've got to, that has got to go right. Now we already stated that these guys were pretty disorganised. Yep. And pretty average crims. Yeah. But a lot has to go right now. Yes. When, when they first come across Walsh on the road, nobody seems that interested in getting in the truck with him. No. Nobody. Right. And to me, he doesn't
1: necessarily do push. a lot of convincing yeah, he doesn't to say, push. let's get your wife. He doesn't suggest. That if you hang here, I'll take, take your wife to the station to call. I mean, that would be suspicious. But as you said, they kind of make that suggestion.
0: Yeah. When
1: it hey. seems like that's,
0: that's the plan all along. And then Russell kind of says he's not interested in doing it, and then within uh, a minute, the two of them have a quick chat. Next thing, you know, she's fucking quickly rushing Leaping over the truck. It seems really kind of uh, convenient and and very sort of it's kind of fake. It's yeah. not very well earned. There's a that? lot to swallow to get it rolling. And I know that you've got Earl down at the bottom of the you know of the road. There he stops mm. and he looks back up at her. And it could have gone that way, that they took it by force. But to me, if you see that, and
1: you're Russell still making the call, you say, let's stick together. Yeah. Because if one of
0: us gets alone and this bloke's here, I could Well, my thing is, we, we had an incident with one of these guys, right? We ended up back at the garage mm. and things got heated. I don't trust... These people, like I'm not no. going to be trusting a, a long haul trucker. I don't know about you, but if you've watched any true crime, I think getting hitchhiking with a long haul trucker is not a good idea. <laughs> Vast generalisation there, but yeah, but, you know, but but in terms of, it's probably not. The most sound idea. No. And I'm not saying that every, I mean, 90% of long haul truckers are fine. Yeah. But what yeah. I'm saying is it's not a sound idea to get into a car or a truck with somebody you don't know. Yeah. Right? That's right. Especially alone and saying, yeah, we'll split up in this
1: place yeah. we don't know. It'd be
0: better if the two of them had got in there. And, and that was, I believe, the what they were hoping for, weren't they? Because he does say something later on. They're yeah. Both, two, both of them were supposed to get in there, but he didn't go whatever. But the problem for me is that it takes very little convincing to split them up. See, this is the thing. When he got he when he he then intercepts Walsh half an hour later and Walsh goes, I don't know what you're talking about. That's where I thought we were going, the the, the serial killer who's playing cat and mouse with him. Yeah. But then we kinda segue into you know, the three bozos and their quite frankly, pretty average plan. Yeah about how to, to squeeze money out of you. Yeah. Again, maybe I expected it to be a, more of a thriller. This is where my
1: issues came along, is that it doesn't, uh, as we sort of touched on, it doesn't really commit to one or the other. It no. kind of tries to blend them but doesn't doesn't really nail either of them. Some of the action sequences are really solid, but they're split apart by these thriller thriller aspects that don't come together as well as you would... Would hope
0: no no, um, no no and they don't. I uh, mean the general
1: premise is really strong. Yeah, but as you said, once you start to think about her go- going into the truck and and the convenience that it takes for this to happen
0: and and sim- something as simple as he doesn't look under the car until Walsh has turned up. Yeah, well, I mean, we did have a brief chat
1: about this. I, as I said, you know, when it comes to cars and my knowledge of them, that happens to me, my reaction is to kick the car and say, fuck, and that's about yeah. all I can do. Yeah, I yeah. i look under the hood. Yeah. I don't know what I'm looking at. Shake my head. <laughs> I pull out a dipstick. I say, it seems to be an engine in there
0: still. I pull out a dipstick. I... Take off a couple of knobs (laughs) that that you know, it's out the battery, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I have a quick look at the battery things. And what I usually do, what I like to do, Jared, is I like to talk very robustly about how I know that you know, how how I know what's going on here. But I know, (laughs) so you know, how yeah, yeah, I come back
1: to my wife and say, Yep, car's definitely (laughs) fucked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is.
1: Yeah, it's the car, and it's
0: <laughs> You know how he looks? I said to you, he only had to look under the car once. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, uh, again, they, he was a city slicker, so the whole idea was he wouldn't know how to fix a car. Yeah. If he just drops down straight away to look under the car, he sees those things disconnected, yeah, yeah. and they're back, back on the road. Yep. right? Me. Of course, I see them, assume they're meant to be like
1: yeah, that. Yeah. These wires are always here, aren't they?
0: They're always hanging out like <laughs> that. Uh, no, no, my wife says, Adam, do you think that maybe we should reconnect them? No, 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 they're meant to be like that. <laughs> yeah. Now open the hood <laughs> so I can poke around under I, there. I'm looking <laughs> under the car.
1: My wife would say to me, do you think we should put those wires back to there? I'd say, what wires? I can't see any fucking
0: wires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, can't, I, I, I understand there. that, you know, idiots like us would have got caught out. Yes, absolutely. Right? But I guess what I'm saying is he doesn't get caught up by the fact those two things are, that those wires are disconnected. Mm. He, he realises they re- need to be reconnected and he reconnects them. Now, if he looks under the car instantly, then that negates the whole Thing. One question for
1: me is: if those wires are disconnected, <laughs> how does he get going down the road before something goes? <laughs> <"Being."> <laughs> I'm assuming as soon as he flies up the engine,
0: or it doesn't even wire. Were enough. they disconnected midway through? Earl the car. hanging under the car, like fucking Max Katie Yeah, Earl, still,
1: you know I'm going to count to two hundred. That should yeah. get us far enough <laughs> away. Than that. And then from when the he garage. falls out,
0: he's in, a, he's in, a garden, he's in a, an area full of rakes. And yeah. <laughs> you
1: see, you see um, Russell about to drive away from the garage and you hear this, one Mississippi, two <laughs> Mississippi. You hear something? No. Uh,
0: <laughs> Was it on a timer? I, I don't know. Look, and again, that's a good question, Jared. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, probably because not. if you're looking at it, he, well, just, maybe, re-conne- maybe he just reconnects them. The whole electrical system back, comes yeah. back online.
1: Maybe if you know how cars work, it might make sense, but it just doesn't pass the smell test. No, 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 I know
0: how cars work, and <laughs> when that happens, <laughs> yeah, when those wires are <laughs> those up, wires. everything's <laughs> fucking beeping straight away. <laughs> exactly. So that doesn't make any sense. So that doesn't pass pass any any test. No. Right, and so. That there's too many contrivances to get there, mm. which I understand. It's a movie, but that's the kind of thing that you know. If you can't swallow that bit, then it's harder to accept the the film as a whole. Yeah, you see that as the, as being an issue, mm-hmm. uh, and it was. It was an issue. It was. All right. What else you got? I had
1: a bit of an issue with the stuff in the town. Yeah, <laughs> because I felt like where that was—that was where it was going into kind of thriller territory, and we were going to squeeze some real drama out of this. But
0: it doesn't really work all no, that well. It doesn't spend a lot of time there. No, and it doesn't sort of lay on some clues that of to what we might might be going on with. Yeah, although we do talk to that dumb guy out there, who turns out to be heavily involved. Yeah, yeah. Initially, though, like you get.
1: The well, that was because I believe that he was already he'd already kind of revealed himself by that point,
0: had he? Yeah, well, he was in town. No, because I thought it was in town when he no, spoke no, to that him. was at
1: the diner ah. where he talks to him. And then, oh, yeah, town, to the yeah, take town. him to the town to they do that. So we're the gonna cash. get, yeah, so he's in the bank. And I thought we were gonna play with that a little bit. And the bloke sitting next to him talking about the car loan who you don't know whether he's in on it or not, yeah. so he clams up and stops talking. And yeah,
0: interesting, that would have yeah. been interesting. We were gonna angle.
1: squeeze a bit out of that. I mean. The bank manager rightly is kind of asking him, "Are you are you sure you're okay?" because he's sitting there sweating like fucking Patrick Ewing on the <laughs> yeah, other side. Exactly. He's uh, on the other side of the bench and he's kind of jittery and carrying on. But it wrapped
0: up really quickly and then yeah. we were kind of back to where we were. So I thought we might squeeze a little bit more out of that. Yeah, I think that's where we deviated. But see, we'd already deviated because we had Walsh come come clean as to he was involved and then he had all these cronies. Mm. And I feel like that took you out of the thriller mentality and went more down the action route. Yeah. Speaking of the diner, Yep. Kurt bursts into the toilet like <laughs> 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 some fucking woman on her hands and knees having a chunder. And I was just like Kurt, knock, (laughs) at the very least. I mean, she looked disturbed. He's
1: really going for it. And doesn't she look up and say, I'll be with you in a minute. You don't need to be. I don't need anything from you at this point. Exactly.
0: I just thought you were my wife. (laughs) Oh, God. Kurt, knock on the door, mate,
1: and ask. Yeah.
0: So you are right in there?
1: Or, or, honey, is that you? Judging by the look of her, she's just eating 50 bucks worth of KFC. She's she's going through some shit.
0: Well, I'm going to say I'll be exactly like her later on tonight. (laughs) So, when my wife bangs in through the toilet door, and here I am, sweaty and clammy and fucking pale, vomiting everywhere. I'll say that. You should knock next time. This is your own fault. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry you had to see this, you put but your- you've only got yourself to blame. Because I'm pale, sweaty, in my crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know why, but yeah. When I- the guy when, when he comes out, the two blokes are sitting there laughing. I thought, yeah, I probably would have done the same thing. I'd be laughing if I if I just made someone. Walk oh, sorry.
0: Jesus. Hard (laughs) night, was it? So getting back to all that stuff is that their plan, I understand, I get what you're saying. You like that they were were kind of, it was sort of low-level buffoonery (laughs) that they were doing. Yep. But their plan is, it's just ridiculous. Mm. You're trying to squeeze 90 grand out of Kurt Russell? Yeah, I mean... He could be a fucking homeless man, for all you know. He just happened to have a good car. Yeah. Like, he could be a guy on shit. Living on bloody the doll. He's, I mean, he could be...
1: All his cash is going to that car. Every <laughs> fucking paycheck comes along and he's sitting there going, what How do you know be- he's not sitting in the car going, Fuck, I rue the day I bought this yeah, thing yeah, because yeah, I'm still yeah. I'm paying it every time. And fucking then when the paycheck. electrical
0: system suddenly goes out, thinking yeah. to yourself, Shit, the lemon! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, what not just- gonna be able to I'm not even gonna be able to drive it back to the dealership <laughs> to yell at somebody about all this. <laughs>
0: And my cell phone is one of those ad- those really old analog ones, so I can't even get service. It looked like a remote controller. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I love that. the fact that I love those ones that had the little mini flip at the bottom. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stupid.
0: But also, why don't you just steal his car? Like well, if 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 you're that why is this? A, why is it? Because I thought it was human trafficking. <laughs> I've got no idea why You're I went You're giving there. those blokes too much credit. Oh, exactly.
1: I mean, the, the best that they could muster for their plan was for one of them to pretend to have kind of some, some mental kind of
0: struggles. <laughs> like, oh, and, and, the old, and, and a little bit of ignorance. I never spoke to you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's the best that they can
1: muster. And you're thinking they're they're capable enough of trafficking
0: humans. (laughs) I misread the situation, Jared. But then there was a thousand missing persons posted, so I I thought everyone was getting trafficked.
1: I mean, looking at what was going on, I'm still not 100% convinced. (laughs) That the people in the diner weren't involved, and that they also concocted the vomiting woman gag in the middle.
0: Of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's coming. <laughs> get on your all fours. <laughs> You're the only female female presence in the place. Get in there. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's the only thing that convinced me that it was real. That when he when he burst in, she seemed to be in mid fucking chuck. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. Hey,
0: yeah, She committed. I'll be with you in a minute. She committed to. It. Yeah, so. Their plan seems to be kind of really not worth it. Not worth kidnapping people. Mm. And again, I think they make mention of another bloke. So I you're think clearly it, not I think doing. The them. idea is, is that they work responsible for all those missing persons. Yeah,
1: and you're clearly not getting. you're clearly not making bank out of it. Earl's still driving a fucking beater. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly.
0: Still. And then when once he opens the back of his truck, there's nothing in it. <laughs> he says something, at one point he says something, he tells the copper, I've got to go, I've got a, I've got a big, big haul to make. There's yeah, nothing yeah. in the back. To, well, that's <laughs> right, yeah, I'm,
1: I'm currently, you know, I'm, I'm on a fucking, I'm on a run to so-and-so. I'm like, what are you fucking, tr- what are you yeah, trucking? Unless here? he's yeah. trucking
0: there to...
1: <laughs> Unless he's trucking there to pick it up and truck it. Yeah, back. I've got a truck full of oxygen to, 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 to deliver by 10
0: o'clock tonight. Oh, sorry, I've opened the back door, it's gone. <laughs> Whoops. I, mean, I better call ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'll tell you what I'll do I'll give them a couple of people.
1: That'll fix it. <laughs> yeah, Well hey, that hey, oxygen. Bit, they're like, It looks yeah. like you've lost a bit of oxygen on the way. You're
0: fucking underweight. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, well, that oxygen was worth <laughs> ninety grand. <laughs> Squeeze it out of the the label city slicker asshole who's coming through town. Keep <laughs> that his wife. Yeah, <laughs> what I mean is to me... Ma- <laughs> I mean, I get,
1: I get that you don't like city slickers in your town, but
0: can't we just talk, talk? And, and honestly, it was your fault. The oxygen fucking came out of the truck, mate.
1: So don't blame him. I even think about that, to be honest. No, obviously the, the copper should have been onto it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: what are you? Do- You're talking about a long. <laughs> what do you got to drop off? <laughs> no, but the thing is, I'm assuming he's driving somewhere to pick something yeah, to up. Pick it up, coming back. But yeah, the, the oxygen thing makes for more
1: amusing. But why? You, but even so, like you don't often just. You don't often take the empty truck on the highway, don't they? They fucking fill it up, then you pick something else up and bring it
0: back. I don't know how it works. But in this case, these guys were smuggling here. <laughs> you know, they didn't care that there was nothing in the back. Yeah, sorry, I forgot that they
1: weren't actually using their logbooks. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. He was
0: not a logbook log trucker. one person.
1: <laughs> um, secreted beneath the
0: car. But... Yeah. It just felt kind of like small time. And yeah, although did. I understand that, it just kind of felt like it's a lot to go through to make 90K. Yeah. Split five, uh, four ways. So what are you getting at? 20, 22 and a bit K?
1: Yeah.
0: Twenty two five each. I can't retire on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've just i just killed I, I somebody. two five, and
1: I say... When's the next one? (laughs) This has only just covered the rent. (laughs) Look, I could only kill double figures. And then I'm out. The rent on my trailer's
0: not paid up. Correct. So So, a lot of of shit going on there for very little payoff, really. Yeah. If you're the villains. You're not getting much. Yep. If not anything, really. Mm. And my last thing was, it seemed kind of weird that he would go into the house when he knows his wife's in that little thing, and I'm sure he would have been able to find a crowbar or something to crack that thing open. Yeah, you could
1: probably... It was only a padlock, wasn't it? Yep.
0: You could probably bust something
1: off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure you could get the job done with something.
0: uh, So it seemed weird he went into the house.
1: Yeah, to get they him cut him. out the scene. They cut out the scene that, you know, there was a montage of him with fucking hammer, whack, <laughs> <Yeah>. whack, <laughs> um, robot, <laughs> robot. <laughs> electrical tools. Yeah. You see oh, there oh, the shit. fucking oxyacetylene door comes. <laughs> still, still going, I'd better <laughs>
0: yeah. go inside yeah, and get yeah. the key. Ah, shit, I get the key there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just felt like there was no reason for him to do that. Mm. Like, he could have stayed in the, in the, in the garage, yeah. got her out and left quietly. Yep. Because I don't think they were going to come and check. No. Because they didn't think that he was there. They didn't think he was there, no. So, overall, that's kind of a little bit of a, eh. Yeah, I didn't mind that, though. They're they're small. small, Small's a minor, but
1: still, kind of silly. Yeah, yeah. My issue down the stretch was the bloke that had played very little part. Oh, the bearded guy? fat guy character? There's a point on the road... After one of the other ones gets fucking backsleed in his car, yeah, where it shows a shot of the bearded guy, kind of mumbling to himself as he's kind of as he's trying to run Russell off the road, and honestly, he sounds like fucking Mutley from the bloody <laughs> wacky <laughs> races or whatever. He's sitting there going, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> but yeah. It's just like that. Bike had had played such little. He such probably little didn't. Part.
0: Wasn't necessary. And then, then with the ninety grand, you get thirty k each. Well, that's it. I think you cut him out. I,
1: I get the. Um, I appreciate that they didn't decide we're going to go and fucking spend a whole, a whole bunch of time with all of the villains. No. So I'm okay with that part of it. Yeah. But if that's the case, just give me the three down the stretch. Yeah, you didn't need. Well, him. you've already got. You've already rubbed one of them out. So just give me the two. Just give me the truck and the other car. Yeah. It probably, you know, you've probably planned some planned some things going on with the, with the extra car and kind of wedging them in between it, which did look really good. Mm. If that's the case, just put old mate with the beard in the background. A little Nameless, of,
0: faceless goons. Yeah, just give him a Get couple of bit. lines while they're fucking running that shit in the town or whatever. Yeah. Well, really, you, you should have just stuck with J.T. Walsh and Earl. Mm. That would have been, because they were your quintessential villains.
1: Yeah, Bobby Earl was Quincy. dead by then, though, wasn't he? Was he? Earl was dead. Oh yeah, and Earl the other was dead. truck. It was the guy that. Yeah, the young guy. Yeah.
0: Who'd, who'd played Ellie. the idiot, and then the bearded fella.
1: Yeah.
0: I thought there was going to be a sequence where Russell slams on the brakes and the two of them shoot each other. Yeah, and they're that's both I, I their guns. Something and... like that was going yeah. to happen
1: too. I still think they should have done it. To be I honest.
0: think that would have been
1: awesome.
0: Yep. If, if you yeah, know, you want personal personal opinion? I mm. think it would have really jazzed things up.
1: Yeah, when they make part two. Keep that on the short list. Although, is he also like Cruise and Stallone? Yeah, just go and meet Tom. Tom's personal trainer and figure that shit out.
0: <laughs> well, Kurt's in his seventies too, so you know. Once again, Tom. Mm-hmm.
1: Death proof wasn't Tom, that long ago. Tom's got was, fifty fifteen years
0: of his life, so he's 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 allowed to jump off things. That's it for me. Did you have anything else that? You no. felt needed to be raised, you know, no, like that was kind of thing. That was it for me.: Yeah, I, I I'm pretty, pretty pleased.: I with thought it as, far as, as far as those film's going and I hadn't seen it before, I was pretty happy with what I got. Yeah,, yeah. and it, it ticked some boxes that
1: have you know it did. And it seems like when we when we go for these movies nowadays, we don't get as much of just this kind of
0: down the line: Yeah. Everything needs to be a little bit more complicated. Yeah. And I think that's one of the strengths of this, I guess, even though I wasn't really happy with the way the villains, their their final sort of plan, they were that st- they were pretty simple yep. in what they were trying to do. Whereas in this, this day and age, everything's got to have a hook and there's got to be something really...
1: Yeah. Your crew's probably got to have a fucking hacker in it. Yeah, or...
0: yeah, like, you know. Yeah. So I I appreciate the kind of stripped back... Simplified version of what it was. Mm. So overall, very solid. Yeah, good. Let's break down. Find us on Podomatic, iTunes and Spotify and all other places you get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We have a Facebook page at Thrill Me Podcast Australia and we're on Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. We're also on Instagram at ThrowMePodcastAU. Please make sure you rate, review, ask us questions, send us emails, put forward films so we can ignore you for six months, things like that. <laughs> but uh, but I guarantee you, we will always get to these. As a big shout out to Matt for putting this out there. Uh, and next episode, Matt. We are going to follow up on the other one that you asked us to do, which was a smackdown between Lethal Weapon films. Jared, we've been talking about this for a while. Lethal Weapon 2 versus Lethal Weapon 3. Mm. I'm a supporter of Lethal Weapon 3. You put 3. Out there that
1: Lethal Weapon 3 was the better one. You are not. Well, last time Weapon I watched two, it, my, I think 2 was, yeah. Better film. Looking better, so. We'll I'll be- tell you
0: where, where things are going to get tight here on this one. Leo gets. Yeah. how much time Leo gets, because that could hurt a film, unfortunately. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. So that's our next episode coming up. But until then, take it easy, everyone, and we'll catch up with you later. Cheers.